demonic alien with putrid stench found weak and screeching after UFO crash. An extraterrestrial filmmaker named James Fox recalled the shocking moment of contact between three girls and aliens after a UFO crash before the U.S. military quickly covered up the scene. A UFO expert recounted a chilling moment of contact with aliens, which will probably stop a lot of people from sleeping at night. Extraterrestrial filmmaker James Fox claimed that a pair of demonic aliens crash-landed in Varginha, Brazil, as they screeched for help. Detailed in his 2002 documentary, 2022 documentary, Moment of Contact, the UFO expert sat down with Joe Rogan on his podcast on Wednesday of April 26, 2023, to explain the eerie incident. The mysterious Roswell of Brazil is what it's called. The events unfolded on January 6, 1996, and nobody truly knowing what happened even to this day. Fox said, you guys have no idea. I think an alien spaceship crashed and they recovered live aliens and we made contact until the Americans came in and took over. But the UFO expert painted a picture of the alleged sighting, which is nothing short of horrifying. One of the frightened aliens crouched behind a wall and let out a bone-chilling wail to the three girls nearby in the area, Fox said. Katja, 21, and her two sisters, Lillian, 16, and Valquiria, 14, stood eight feet away from the life forms and brought daylight. Fox asserted that the creature screeched at the group of girls, yelping, Please help me. The director explained that the aliens were weak, feeble, and scared, leaving Rogan stunned which is unusual for Joe Rogan to not have anything to say. He said Katja is frozen in her tracks as she looked into the eyes of the creature and is communicating with her. Please help me. It wants help. It's weak. It's feeble. And it's scared. And it's crouched down. Is it able to move? She thought to herself. The creatures also secreted an overwhelming skunk-like stench, which Fox said stayed with the people for some time. He added that smell, that stench, and the footprint on the ground. I mean, everybody talks about that stench. If you take a skunk and multiply that by like 100,000, that would give you some indication of the level. It was putrid and nasty. It was paralyzing. U.S. military aircraft allegedly arrived at the scene, flying to Campinas before heading to Varginha to shut the town down and hastily covered up the sighting. Fox added they loaded something into the airplane and got back to the United States and that's where the case goes cold. Giving their account of the situation, one Brazilian fan claimed, I'm Brazilian and all this happened three hours from my city. In less than 24 hours, the Americans came and took everything, bodies, parts of the ship, combed the area, cleaned it up. We may never know the truth behind the Varginha UFO incident. I'm Neil Parks, your host for Paranormally Speaking. There will be plenty more of stories similar to what I just shared with you as I dive into the most recent of enigmatic alien headlines, that being the 1,000-year-old mummified alien remains that were revealed to the public in a hearing in Mexico between the news media and Mexico's government. I will be discussing that, other alien bodies that have been retrieved through the years, concrete evidence I will share 
creepy-ass stories I will deliver. And I hope you enjoy this episode of Paranormally Speaking. Please hold for an important message from one of my sponsors. Now playing one of the biggest podcasts of the week on the free iHeartRadio app. Now number one for podcasting. And now the story of the 1,000-year-old fossils of alien corpses displayed in Mexico's Congress as UFO expert testifies. The fossilized bodies presented in glass cases by journalist and UFO scientist Jamie Massan at Mexico's parliament are said to be 1,000 years old. The bodies of two alleged aliens were exhibited before politicians on a special session of the Mexican Congress last Wednesday. The fossilized bodies presented by journalists and self-proclaimed UFO scientists, or we call them UFOologists, Jamie Masson, and displayed in glass cases were retrieved from Cusco in Peru and are said to be 1,000 years old. These specimens are not part of the evolution of our world. They were not recovered from a UFO scrap. They were found fossilized in a diatom moss mine, Masson said, testifying under oath. The session in the Mexican Congress comes weeks after another in front of the U.S. Congress, but this appearance was much more sensational in its content. Masson said the samples were analyzed by the National Autonomous University of Mexico, the UNAM, and the scientists who managed to get DNA samples from the specimens and used radiocarbon testing to determine their age. However, Despite the intense examination, the fossils were found to be covered with a layer of sand. We are not alone in the vast universe. We need to accept this reality, said Masson, who argued that the public has the right to learn about non-human beings and technologies. Masson was accompanied at the session by former U.S. pilot Ryan Graves and Avi Loeb, professor of astrophysics at Harvard University. Graves also presented evidence at a hearing in the U.S. Congress in July. It is now generally accepted in scientific and political circles that there are unusual phenomena that cannot be identified, but there are still deep disagreements about their origin. Masson gave testimony under oath, but his claims have not been scientifically proven and has been associated with previous discoveries that have since been debunked. He was involved in another high-profile, well, hate to say it, hoax in 2017 involving the discovery of fossilized remains in Nazca and Peru. Masson claimed the body, which had an elongated skull, was actually a mummified corpse of an alien. It was later revealed that the Nazca mummy, Mimi, was in fact a human child whose head had been bound by cloth, rope, or boards in an ancient practice, according to fact-checking website Snopes. This is an important addition to the topic at hand. What x-ray scans of the alien bodies in Mexico revealed? Two small non-human bodies displayed to the Mexican Congress last week have been subjected to a CT scan and x-rays in a bid to determine their origin and confirm whether they are aliens or not part of our terrestrial evolution. As the self-styled UFO expert who presented them said, the small humanoid-shaped specimens were presented by Jamie Masson, 
who claimed they had been discovered in Peruvian mines and were around 1,000 years old, of antiquity. Based on carbon analysis by the National Autonomous University of Mexico, each body, which is roughly comparable to the size of a newborn human baby, has what appear to be eyes, ears, a nose, and clearly, they're all visible. However, online skeptics claim they appear to be the same specimens included in a 2020 documentary released on conspiracy-focused website Gaia, which paleontological experts concluded contained a combination of human and non-human bones, which incorrectly were positioned in the joints. The CT scan and x-rays were conducted by Jose de Jesus Zalque Benitez, a forensic scientist who also is involved in a now-debunked report, Discovery of Aliens, in 2015. Speaking at a press conference, Benitez claimed his analysis proved the two specimens are from a non-human species that has differences irrefutable with what is described in biology and taxonomy of the Darwinian species evolution tree, and there are 100% organic and biological. Consequently, he concluded, we are facing the paradigm of describing a new species or given the opportunity to accept that there has been contact with other beings, non-human, that were drawn and marked in the past by diverse cultures throughout the world. Benitez also claimed his investigations proved the bodies had not been modified after death because if it were the case, there would be a series of alterations that would be visible in these studios. Both Masson and Benitez were involved in the 2015 discovery of what some of the time claimed was an alien but later turned out to be a mummified human child. Reacting to the specimen being displayed in Mexico last week, David Spurgle, a NASA-affiliated researcher and president of the Simmons Foundation, said they should be made available for independent testing. He said if you have something strange, make samples available to the world scientific community, and we will see what's there. On July 26th, the House Oversight Committee in Congress held a hearing where David Grush, a former intelligence officer, claimed he had heard concerning reports from multiple esteemed and credential current and former military intelligence community individuals that suggested the U.S. government was running a secret UFO program. However, Department of Defense spokesperson Sue Gao told Newsweek at the time that they had not discovered any verifiable information to these claims that any programs regarding the possession of reverse engineering of any extraterrestrial materials have existed in the past or exist currently. Of course, they're going to try and debunk that. Fantastic. Roswell, UFOs, flying saucers, alien abduction, are we alone? Information regarding this and many other questions about the unknown are only a click away at www.theufostore.com. Theufostore.com offers hundreds of DVDs about UFOs, aliens, crop circles, conspiracies, Bigfoot, suppressed science, 
Ancient Mysteries. Log on to www.theufostore.com and request a free UFO Store catalog. Theufostore.com, the largest selection of UFO products on the Internet. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. That's terrific. Unparalleled insider access. Get it all. Introducing the SiriusXM Platinum VIP Plan. Our newest, most exclusive plan. Listen in two cars, plus stream anywhere with two app logins. Access a massive, exclusive library of live concert video and audio recordings through nugs.net. Have opportunities to experience live and virtual SiriusXM events, including VIP-only exclusives. Get all your questions answered by a dedicated VIP customer care team. Plus, get all the entertainment we've got. It's all included with your Platinum VIP subscription. Be a VIP. Call 844-711-8800 to learn more. Offer details apply. One login for activated vehicle. Not available in Canada. As I was saying before I left you a moment ago for the short commercial break, U.S. government is in possession of UFOs and non-human bodies, according to an ex-intelligence officer, as he spills the beans to Congress last week. During a remarkable congressional hearing, former American intelligence officer David Grush revealed that the U.S. government conducted a multi-decade program aimed at collecting and reverse engineering crashed unidentified flying objects. Grush, who was in charge of investigating unexplained anomalous phenomena within a U.S. Department of Defense, Defense Agency until 2023, spoke before the House Oversight Committee in Washington shedding light on the issue of alien life and technology as reported. This hearing, prompted by Grush's previous claims, attracted a global interest and ignited discussions about the possibility of our government covering up regarding UFOs. Under oath, Grush disclosed that he had been informed of a long-standing UAP crash retrieval and reverse engineering program during his official duties, from which he was denied access. His whistleblower complaint in 2022 stemmed from his inability to access secret government UFO programs while being responsible for investigating military and defense agencies, knowledge of aliens and spacecraft. As a result of his claims, Grush faced severe retaliation that negatively impacted both his professional and personal life. Claims of harm and concealment. He confirmed under questioning that he had knowledge of individuals who had been harmed or injured and the government's efforts to conceal UFO-related information. Furthermore, he admitted to fearing for his life due to his involvement in the matter. The congressional hearing prompted speculation that the U.S. government might be withholding evidence of alien life and advanced technology with mixed responses from the public, including skepticism. Co-leading the UFO investigation, Republican Congressman Tim Burchett 
accused government agencies of lacking cooperation with the Oversight Committee's investigation. The difficulty in obtaining information and testimony from relevant parties led to frustrations and claims of being stonewalled by federal offices. Grush asserted that the U.S. government possessed crashed extraterrestrial vehicles and even recovered alien beings. When asked if their bodies of pilots piloting these crafts, he confirmed the existence of biologics that were non-human, based on information from individuals with direct knowledge of the programs. While some details were withheld during the hearing, Grush had previously claimed the government possessed large alien craft with varying descriptions and media interviews. Congressman Burchett found Grush's claims about the recovery of non-human bodies credible, expressing his belief in the existence of aliens' crafts even before the investigation. However, the Pentagon denied Grush's accusations of a cover-up, stating that the investigators had not found verifiable evidence supporting the existence of programs related to extraterrestrial materials. The hearing also featured testimonies from other witnesses such as David Fravor, a former Navy commander who recalled seeing a strange object in the sky during a training mission in 2004, and Ryan Graves, a retired Navy pilot who claims to have encountered unidentified aerial phenomena off the Atlantic coast quite frequently. Graves encountered a UAP non-profit, Americans for Safe Aerospace, to voice the concerns of numerous commercial air crews and military veterans with similar encounters. Despite the excitement and media speculation surrounding the hearing, some individuals cautioned against reading too much into the claims. Skeptics, of course skeptics, highlighted that accusations of a government cover-up regarding UFOs have surfaced numerous times in the past without substantial evidence emerging. Interesting, though, considering they had a freaking hearing that was on MSNBC and C-SPAN, the government's ability to keep other significant secrets secret was questioned, leading to doubt the validity of the long-term concealment of UFO-related information. Of course they're going to say that. That's why they are skeptics. Available to order now, my first audiobook, Neil Parks Presents Truly Terrifying Tales, narrated by me, it's ready to order and download on bandcamp.com. My other books, of course, are always available to order on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and lulu.com. You can also order t-shirts that I designed that I normally sell at conventions, festivals, lectures, and my book signings. I always have the 9-inch tall 3D printed Bigfoot silhouettes available, and last spring my first children's book was released. It was written by my good friend and fellow author, R.L. Walker. I illustrated this book, and it was a major shift in gears for me, considering that my writing and art style has always been dark and scary. To order any of what I just mentioned, you can also go to my email, which is parksparanormal at gmail.com. That is parksparanormal at gmail.com. Standing by. Demons impersonating aliens. In Matthew 24, 3 through 14, Jesus gives us a description of the last days and the deception that will accompany that time. Take heed, he warns, repeatedly, 
that no one deceives you. Warning of deceitful workers, the apostle Paul alerted his readers to beware, lest Satan should get an advantage of us. We are not ignorant at his devices. 2 Corinthians 2.11 And no marvel for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. 2 Corinthians 11.14 This satanic being is so powerful that he is called the prince of this world. John 12.31 The prince of power, of the air. Ephesians 2.2 2. And even the god of this world. 2 Corinthians 4.4 4. That's power. The current barrage of science fiction books and movies have successfully conditioned the hearts and minds of this generation to accept demons as aliens, according to many experts from that aspect. Aliens from outer space, they've been depicted as. Even the young children in the movie, E.T., perceived a cute-looking alien as a friend. Such conditioning creates a mindset to accept demons as good entities, according to the author of that book. Entities instead of evil beings. So it's no wonder that people are deluded to believing in benevolent visitors from outer space. Star Trek and Star Wars, along with a host of other similar screenplays, have galvanized an interest in life from an outer space, thus preparing a whole generation to accept UFOs and aliens. Mankind should be taught to stand against the deception that is suggested by these movies, according to the book's author, and encouraged to understand the reality of the spirit world. As Christian parents, we should be very careful about allowing our children to view these types of movies because they can unduly influence young and innocent minds with the glamour of witchcraft and New Age philosophy, according to the book's author. I, for one, see both sides because, yes, there are beings from other worlds, whether it be other planets, whether it be a multiverse concept or other universes or something from a completely different time that is parallel to our own world or possibly a world that has not fallen from sin, fallen into sin, therefore not needing a redeemer like Christ. So the beings visiting us could very well be enlightened ones, uh, safe to be around and just curious as to what direction we're going to go in. But then there's a flip side of the coin. There could be dark alien entities that are not from another planet, that are not from the future, that are not from another dimension, but actually from the realm of hell, impersonating beings of interest, something that could entice us lure us in, entirely possible. But that's the other side of the coin. The first side I mentioned very well could be connected to my original theory that there are worlds that have not fallen into sin like ours has, therefore not needing a redeemer. Jesus did not have to go to those planets and seek and save the lost because they're already fine. They never took of the fruit from their Garden of Eden. They didn't need to be restored and saved, but the human race did, which could explain why we are so behind technologically to these beings. I mean, yeah, we're way up there. Uh, 
we are about as smart as we know we can get at this point. We don't know anything beyond what we already know, but there could be beings that are far superior to us and guiding us in the right direction to make those advances in technology to better ourselves as a race, as a society, as a planet. Entirely possible. But then there are Christian extremists who would love to take the book I was mentioning written by a one-sided author who's only screaming, that's a demon, that's a demon, that's a demon at everything, which really doesn't help anyone at all, nor does it cause anyone to really want to run through the doors of a church and jump onto that frame of thought because too much control there. Jesus made us creatures of free will. And when you have someone from the pulpit conducting what I refer to as divisive hate speech and calling everyone and everything that doesn't look or behave a certain way, not of God, that doesn't help anyone or anything. And that is not what Jesus came here to teach us. Please hold for a very important message from our sponsor. I'm going to have to, I'm going to, have to plug a book here that I found fascinating. It's titled, When UFOs Attack, Doc- Documented Cases of Hostile Alien Encounters. Uh, this was published in 2020. If there is one misguided theme I have heard repeated many times in and outside of the UFO community, it is the notion that UFOs and extraterrestrials are our benevolent, technological and spiritual superiors who are only trying to watch over us and gently guide humankind from a path of nuclear, biological, and ecological self-destruction to an interstellar highway of spiritual enlightenment and prosperity. The mantra has been repeated ad nauseum. Ever since the first UFO was sighted and close encounter was experienced, yet there is much documented evidence that these aliens, extraterrestrials, or interdimensional interlopers may not always be benevolent. On the contrary, there is much more proof that these uninvited guests, who boldly penetrate our airspace, have at times kidnapped, injured, and killed innocent humans and animals. Thankfully, this wasn't the case in the latest solidly documented close encounter case recorded in a recently released Pentagon UFO study. The usually uh, mum Department of Defense almost appeared eager to report November 14, 2004, the UFO incident experienced by former Navy pilot David Fravor, who repeated a familiar story to all of us who have studied the history of UFOlogy the last 70 years while flying a routine mission off an aircraft carrier. He and other pilots spotted a UFO that made incredibly sharp turns and reached speeds impossible for aircraft using Earth's technology. As he watched this mystery craft zip away at an extremely high speed, he came to the same conclusion many of his fellow military pilots have come to. It was not of this world. Fravor told various news organizations. He added that no human could have possibly withstood the G-force of such a tremendous thrust of sudden acceleration. Documented cases. And this concise report, our author states, I will present to you documented evidence of a pilot unlike Fravor who suffered harm in such a mysterious encounter. Such incidents are vastly underreported. 
For example, until I really started researching the subject, I never realized that a U.S. Army pilot became the first known casualty as a result of a UFO aggression. Although the Army denied this, and some, uh, some covered it up to some extent, upon this horrifying event with no less than three different ever-morphing cover stories. I will present you with documentation and eyewitness accounts from credible witnesses that prove within a reasonable doubt that on a January afternoon in 1948, hostile extraterrestrials committed an act of war against the United States. It was likely not the first and certainly will not be the last. I will also present evidence that proves that the population of a small island was terrorized and its impoverished residents used as guinea pigs by an alleged flap of UFOs that harassed and injured scores of innocent men, women, and children for a period of months. Some of these unfortunates still carry the scars from burns and wounds that were inflicted upon them by these unknown perpetrators. The proof consists of eyewitness accounts and secret documents that have been leaked out over several decades, most recently now. Additionally, in this report, I will document numerous cases of aggressive and hostile UFO acts taken against both military and commercial pilots. As a bonus, I have also included many little-known UFO sighting reports from the early 1860s to present. Even though some of these are not directly hostile encounters, all of them invaded our airspace and in some cases crash-landed, exposing humans to potential injury or death. Plus, I will present documentation of ongoing cattle mutilations that remain a dark mystery but point to either nefarious government and alien culprits or a collaboration of both. In conclusion... I must warn you that some will not like this report. They will categorize my conclusions as alarmist and sensational. The author is Chet Dembik. Chet Dembik published his first op-ed piece with the Baltimore Evening Sun in the 1990s. Over the next 20 years, he worked as a reporter covering government, technology, and business for such publications as the Washington Business Journal, the Baltimore Daily Record, the Capitol, and the E-Commerce Times. This is a book I would definitely recommend checking out at your earliest convenience. Please hold for an important message from our sponsor. Keep your eyes on the sky. Be good to those around you. Have a great rest of the week and a terrific weekend. I'll be back next week with more of the strange and unusual. And thank you for listening this long to this episode of Paranormally Speaking. I'm your host, Neil Parks. Godspeed.
day. This is Neil Parks. Thank you for joining me on Paranormally Speaking.